0: You are listening to the Lightforge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success, with your co-hosts ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome back to the United and Stormwind Card Preview uh, Podcast thing.
1: All right. With, with me, Adwita. It's me murps we are going to do classes we're going to do them fast i promise you we're going to do them fast okay we're not going to do them fast no we 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 are Uh, so we're just going to do this by order right not the best or are we still doing the best
0: um okay let's just just do it it by by order order. can we just do it by order okay we're going to do it by by mana class order just because it's easier yeah yeah. it's easier it's easier. Uh, okay uh okay okay so the first card that we're going to talk about... Oh, so we're not going to talk about any of the quests, right? We're going to do them like Legendaries, everything all together. But we're not going to talk about quests because they're not in the arena. Or we haven't had that confirmed, but the other ones weren't. And if these are, whatever. They're Legendaries. So the first one we're actually going to talk about is Metamorphic. 1 mana, 1, 2 taunt. Murloc. Battlecry. If you cast a fell spell this turn, gain plus 2, plus 2. By the way, we're in Demon Hunter i don't know if we announced it but we're starting with demon hunter we're going down in alphabetical order all right
1: this is a d plus um at the end of the day the the problem is fell spells are not like first of all you have to have a spell spell you want to cast it and then a one mana three four taunt is, is really good like that, that, yeah, that's good but like man mm. yeah the <laughs> you got to really combo and everything it's a D plus, which I think is very fair.
0: Like yeah, it means that you'd rather have like a Yeti, but this is probably the equivalent to a River Croc. Yeah, and it's really small. If you aren't casting a Fell spell, I think
1: it's mm-hmm. there. It's
0: fair. It All right, it's a gold footman. Yeah. Uh next one, another one mana card. Sigil of Alacrity, uh, one mana. At the start of your next turn, draw a card and reduce its cost by one. So basically, bank a mana. Bank a mana... Into a card. But you don't get to see it immediately. hmm Yes. That's so why you're banking. Because you got to bank it to the next turn. But now it's tied to this new card, and you don't know when you're going to be able to play it. Um, so it's a C. So it's, like, a little bit better than a Yeti around a Yeti. Um, it's a pretty good way to kind of just preserve your mana and your card quality. And by the time you get to, like, C rankings... Like, C-plus is probably where the average card in the deck is, and C is, like, below the average uh, card in the deck. And so you're picking this above, like, D-plus stuff that's, like, even, like, worse. So it's a good way to preserve some quality in your deck.
1: Yeah, and also, um, it's a good way for you to, yeah, use up mana and save mana, right? It's it's a way to save mana that you otherwise might have wasted, uh so yeah you don't get it immediately but you get to save that mana. like you might not get to see the card for a little bit but then you find a turn in which you are hanging a mana and then you're like okay instead of hanging a mana, i'll do this and then the discount that you eventually get might matter so yeah. that's why it's a c yeah
0: yeah um i think it's better than people think people are like what am i doing here but it's like look your other choices are worse like don't take a bad card take this uh, next card, Fell Barrage. Two mana, spell, Fel Spell. Deal two damage to the lowest health mi- enemy. Twice. It can go face. Uh, this is a C plus. I wanted it higher,
1: but... I wanted it lower, so we compromised and made it a C plus. Ah, uh, so, I could have gone a B for this one. I like this one.
0: Alright, why do you like it? Explain it.
1: Okay, look. Uh, I think you deal... A decent amount of damage for two mana, right? You deal four damage, and it's not exactly like a cleave in which it can't just go on a single target. It can go on a single target. It can target face if their face is low, uh, in which case you probably want to go face anyways. So I like all the uh, the implications here and all the flexibility.
0: Okay, I think it's like as non-controllable as a cleave, probably even less controllable. Um, just because if your opponent happens to have a 1 health minion or, like, a 2 health minion that you don't want to, uh, kill, and you want to actually use it as 2 mana, 4 damage, you can't quite do it. Now, even at C+, it's still, like, at C+, it's still better than 2 mana deal, like, 3 damage, right? Like, this is still 4 damage. It's still better. But there is, like, I'm not fully comfortable enough with the conditional as it. I think it's gonna be awkward more often than you think it'll be, um... To, to fully put it up into like into uh, the the B category, um, like imagine you have a, a five four that you want to get rid of, and there's also a two one. Um, like you have to get rid of the two one first before you can play this card. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get it. Uh, okay, so that's where we're at with this card. I wanted it to be a B. We ended up at a C plus. Whatever. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Fine.
0: Next card is Chaos Leech, three mana, life's Felk Thel- fell spell, three mana, life steal, deal three damage to a minion. Outcast, deal five instead. It's a C. It's fine. Three, three mana, three damage is pretty terrible. Life steal is nice, but it's just three health. And um, five damage Outcast, is good. Yeah, five damage is five good. Five damage is good. It's like a fireball at that point, you know? It's like a 3 mana version of a fireball. It does get you, you know, even more, like, lifesteal, but it's kind of, like, hard to set up, and uh, this can't go face.
1: Yep. Okay, next we have Lion's Frenzy. Three-mana O two. 2 weapon has attack equal to the number of cards you've drawn this turn. Big, fat, F+. It's like, okay, it's not an actual F, F because... f is really bad there are ways to make this not an f and that's why it is an f (laughs) plus
0: that's where we're at yeah i don't i don't need to talk about this card uh but i do want to mention how you notice that all the other cards like it was at most going to be perhaps a b but like you know maybe a c plus there's a whole bunch of c's demon hunters are not getting very good cards and they've lost a lot of good cards yeah. In this, uh, in, in with uh, Ashes of Outlands, at Scolumates Academy, leaving. Um, I forgot. I don't have the full list here with me before, but like, just name a good card, and they don't have it anymore. <laughs> like they have lost seventy five percent of their good cards. Yeah. Well. So, so this is gonna be a hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay.
0: Next, Fellgorger epic card, four mana, four three uh battle cry draw a fell spell reduces cost by two uh you're probably gonna have a fell spell in your deck not a guarantee by the time you want to play this card but probably and so you reduce this cost by two it's, it's good it's uh we gave it a beat
1: it's quite good yeah like the reduction is significant
0: all right that's yeah. it
1: cool next we have persistent peddler uh this is a four mana four three tradable Death Rattle: summon a persistent peddler from your deck we gave this a d plus um it could happen <laughs> like it could happen you, you could have another one of these i guess the tradable makes it like better it's tradable yeah it's That's tradable why
0: it's d plus like, but no probably this not good. gonna have another one but it's a it's basically you just wait until you trade the card yeah and tradable like like we said right tradable itself is, is pretty much a d plus
1: so one of the issues with this card is in order to make it work which means the third one is like good right but you have to draft the first one <laughs> like y- you have to draft the first one and you're probably drafting it over decent cards and then your chances of drafting more and then it's not even like the second one is amazing the second one is just like better. Good. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it's pretty good. This it, would it's be like it's a, a five drop, you'd think.
1: Sure. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: It would be like a five drop. It would be like a legit five drop.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then, like, and then afterwards, like, oh man, maximum value time. The the real problem is like you got to pick that first one, um, and you got to pick it over like an on average better card so you better get that payoff that's kind mm-hmm. of the real issue here with like uh the persistent peddler so i understand yeah. dreads rated this four out of five and i have no idea why wait seriously he did i have no idea oh why oh
0: my god i don't um all right all right yeah well i mean i guess it depends on how much you average but let, let me put it this way at no point in the history of Hearthstone Arena were you able to be offered, on average, even two of the same card? At no point, the highest was like 1.9 something. So, could this be good? I mean, you would have to get to, to unrealistic, I think, levels of offering rates. Now, it is true that we are getting rid of a lot yeah. of Demon Hunter cards yeah. so that the remaining offering rates, it's unclear how the offering rates are going to be increased, but I'm betting, like, it could be that all the other class cards fill the offering rates, right? Which would, in effect, um, add, like, about 50%, almost 50 maybe, like, 40% to all the offering rates. Uh, but normally these days, a card is offered, like, no more than, like, once per, uh, per 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 draft, like, on average. Like, even the most common cards are offered, like, once. So even if it gains a 40% bonus, it's going to be offered, like, one and a half times. Like, you're still not getting to the point where you want to be taking this card. So you end up in this situation where you, you take this card because... It was all up against really bad stuff. And then you want to take the second card and a third card, etc. But you never really want to just start going down this path. Because it's probably going to be a, a, a D level card. Like, remember, if this had no ability at all, this would be a high D. This ability is making it a D+. Plus. Like, we're not giving a lot of, of stock into this ability. But again, uh, it is Blizzard's control of the offering rates on individual cards it could it could so, happen who I don't knows know. what blizzard's gonna do could happen like I, i'm not i'm not giving it a
1: high chance at all i'm just saying blizzard could make anything happen and this
0: is within the realm of possibility so sure mm-hmm. and even if you do have two copies they can't both be in your hand like you actually it has to be in your deck so you still have like some, like, you know, 10 whatever percent chance of needing to draw the card before you're able to play out your first Persistent Peddler. Yeah. And then you have, like, two bad cards. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next is Ironbound Brute. Ironbound Brute, 7 mana, 6, 7. Taunt costs one less for each card drawn this turn. So, it is, you're at least drawing one card. So, it's at least a Voter Fist Ogre with a Taunt. And a Demon. And a demon. Uh, uh, but yeah. it's probably just going to be a Boderfuss Ogre with a taunt. Right. And a demon. And a so demon. But, like, a, yeah.
1: It's a that. C. It's a C. Because, um, once again, Boderfuss Ogre is not good. So, if, if you look at it, uh, how Yeti is on low C, and you're like, wait, but wouldn't Boderfuss Ogre be the same? And this is taunt. Boderfuss Ogre is not good. Like, where yeah. where's Boderfuss Ogre now? Like, a D plus... D plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. like not, and not like a D plus isn't like, oh,
0: it's right. Oh, it's, is it even a D plus? It may no. not even be a D yeah, plus. Yeah, that's what it I'm may saying. Be like a high D. Yeah, that's yeah, what like I was saying. D. Like,
1: I was like, if it's a D plus,
0: it's not
1: close to a C. Like, I think it's just yeah, a yeah, D. Yeah, no, 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 out. it's a high D,
0: it's not a D plus. Yeah,
1: it's just a D. So this is, this is a decent, like a decent amount higher than just the Boulderfist Ogre. Like, so we do mm-hmm. give a credit for that. And, and that's one thing I want to point out because I think some people looked at, it's like, oh, yeti and ogre it's like the same right it's like no no no, 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 no it's no, not the no, same no, no. ogre is significantly worse like it's significantly worse
0: okay uh, i also see uh Heration, hs and chasis it's zero mana with skull skull's gone in the arena so it is zero mana with skull but it's not an arena thing anymore um, this is what I mean. Demon Hunters are going to be so different than what you know Demon Hunters as at any time before this. Because we've never, ever seen Demon Hunter without Ashes of Outland, without Skullamance Academy. Yep. Okay. Um, Alright, finally we get to the legendary, also the last card, and it is Jace. Let's get some islands up in here. Jace Darkweaver, 8 mana, 7, 5. Battlecry. Cast all fell spells you've played this game. Targets enemies if possible. All right. Um, it's a C plus. It, it, yeah, it's it's a C plus. I don't know if people think this is like a ridiculous card or whatever, but you're not gonna play that many fell spells. Most of the ones you're gonna play are gonna be on the small side, and it's an eight mana, seven five. So you gotta cast quite a number of them for it to be worth it. You can't really control where they go, even if they are targeting enemies. They may not target the right ones.
1: The one, the one fell spell you're really hoping for is Chaos Nova. Like, if you played mm-hmm. a Chaos Nova before, and that's a big if, right? Um, that's the one you're hoping for. Uh, yeah. And if you cast that, then everything else is sort of a bonus, right? There's, what, also yeah. Chaos Strike. There's the ones that we just talked about. Those are small ones. They're nice, but they're mm-hmm. small. Um, other than that, yeah, it's like uh even if you just get a couple of small spells off it's not bad but it's not it's not super value by any means if you get chaos nova off though that's really good right then you get chaos nova on a stick that's supremely Mm good chaos nova has no rng right there's no rng involved you don't have to target the right stuff but um that's it's pretty
0: specific yep all right well that's it for demon hunter what do you think about uh, demon hunter? Man, good riddance, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, here's the problem with with demon hunter and the the problem they've always had. They've had uh, too little dilution because they didn't they weren't burdened with like cards from five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they just had too much uh, good stuff, like too much good big cards. Um, that is way too problematic and you can try to balance out the offering rates of cards such that you can make demon hunter fairly balanced as as we've seen right when it started it was either op or dead op or dead and then recently they got demon hunter like you know kind of kind of okay-ish but the problem is um you can adjust offering rates but you're just going to have games in which it's like, they had the cycle of hatred, they had the expendable performance, so they won. They didn't have it, so they don't win. So you can manipulate the stats to say on HS replay, hey, they have a win rate of like 50% and you know, it's it's good, but it's not the same as a class that you know, like uh has closer games win sometimes lose sometimes and you know there's a little back and forth you don't want to just be like i blew you out with cycle of hatred i died pathetically because i didn't have any of the op cards you know coil no. fang etc that's what it's gonna be and yeah. that's still what
0: it's gonna be yeah. that hasn't changed about demon hunter inquisitor is still in i don't know probably a couple of other really big ones that i can't think of right no. now but um,
1: for me i'm just fine with demon hunters if they suck for a while to suck for a while i'm okay with it i i'm i'm okay with it uh happening for a few months or whatever and then we'll see where they go with that but i am kind of just frankly pretty sick of expendable expendable performers and cycle of hatred and coil fang and they're missing all of them now they, so they're all gone they're all gone all, all of those uh, things Lord are gone
0: white is gone yeah um priestess is I, I think priestess Priest, is also gone. Priestess
1: of Fury is also <laughs> gone. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just like so many things are gone. So, what what I think is going to happen is demon hunters are going to start out and uh, they're going to be pretty weak, um, relatively, and then they're going to get some offering raids buffed, and then you'll get to play with actual demon hunter cards. So maybe it's it'll be a nice change of pace for demon hunters to uh, to go the other way. What I hope they don't do is buff the offering rate of the remaining like ridiculous card Inquisitor. Uh, which is like, I don't know, it's not the most infuriating card, but it's definitely one of those top three cards. Uh, Performer is still in, says Coast and Chad. So... You, you, you're oh, sorry, sorry. Danger, yeah, perfor- right? Performers uh, is in, because I forgot that uh, perfo- Dark Moon Fair is in. Yeah, 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 yeah Dark, Moon Dark Moon Fair Fair. is in. So you have Performers, and you have uh, Inquisitor, which is core. And so... If the offering rates are going to be boosted, you're going to see a lot of... I mean, those are two of the three worst ones along with Cycle of Hatred, I think. Um, with Performance being number one, and probably Inquisitor being two, and Cycle being three. And so, uh, you really don't want those offering rates boosted. So, hopefully, Blizzard will actually put a human hand on it and boost the offering rates of some of these other cards while pushing down those cards. But, who knows if that will happen. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Demon Hunter regardless. Yeah, they just don't have that many cards, period.
1: Okay, that's yeah. Demon Hunters.
0: Cool. All right. I want to give a shout out to our Patreons.
1: All right. Uh, thank you guys. RV Night Train, Yin 15, Gold Cringe, Eric L, Aaron LS, Dan F, RE REG4P, and brand new. Thank you guys so much. On to the next video.
0: On to Druids. See you guys in a bit. Bye. Welcome back, guys. This is the United in Stormwind Grinning Goat Card Valuation Stream Podcast. Vod, this is Abductor. This is Merps. We're gonna talk about Druid. Druid. All right. So once again, we're skipping the Legendary Quest. We have two one mana cards, and we're not going any. We're going the mana order, not like how good the cards are ordered. But you're gonna see druids have quite freaking good cards that are coming in they do so this is this is gonna be a, a united and stormwind heavy druid set and and remember druid does not have good cards right now otherwise um, in, uh, in, in in kind of uh, in kind of the game they really did a number on them with uh, with the core set changes so the first card we're gonna talk about is sow the soil so the soil is a common card one mana nature spell Choose one. Give your minions plus one attack or summon a 2-2 triot. We've seen this stuff
1: before. Um, just this choose one where either of the two options, if they were just on their own, are like, oh, okay, you know, it's a raven or it's like a
0: crappy mark of the lotus or buff. Like it would be like a C, low, low C, you know, it would be like Yeti.
1: Yeah, um, but together, it's pretty good i don't think this needs much discussion we, we've just seen this so often
0: um so well we didn't say the score yet well so we probably this is a, a little yeah discussion.
1: this is, this is a b this is a b <laughs>
0: yeah it's cool so there's a pretty big jump between a low c and a b a low c is like a 105 or something and like a b is i don't know like 150 so this is gaining 50 points for the ability to choose between two very different things. And that um, that matters. Like, you know.
1: Yeah. Choosing between two very different things is quite good. Okay. Next. Oh, you gotta talk
0: about this one. This one makes me sad. Alright, so the next one is a vibrant squirrel. It is a one mana two one death rattle. Shuffle four acorns into your deck. When drawn, summon a two one squirrel beast. Uh, so it's another take on, uh, on the, the existing Squirrel. Um, except this time you don't get to pick when you play these Squirrels, which is really freaking important to Druid, and also just the meta doesn't have the same types of buffs uh, outside of Arbor Up, uh, that, uh, that other metas have. Uh, this is rated just a C, as in this is, a, I would take it over a Yeti, but, but not much more over a Yeti. And I have mapped this out super, super hard. So we may not have an algorithm anymore, but this is not that hard to map out. So I know some people think this is the best card ever, but keep in mind, it is still just a one-mana 2-1, one, and your odds of drawing the 2-1 squirrels are high that you'll draw it at some point but you don't know when, you can't control it, and it comes pretty delayed on average. Which means, if you play this on turn 1, it's pretty good. It's like way better than a Yeti. But most of the times, as with all 1 mana cards, you don't play them on turn 1 because you don't have it on turn 1. And the later you play this, the way worse it gets. Way worse compared to the squirrel that you all know and love that has a death route that gives you 2 more squirrels. Which is actually like a good card. Uh, so here's
1: the thing. I, I think some people think of like the uh, Feldori Strider. Was that what mm-hmm. it, what it was yeah, called? Yeah. this is like a Feldori
0: Strider, but it's a one-two
1: or a two-one. You mean
0: sorry, um, a two-one. That's yeah.
1: A, so th- yeah. The difference is when you get a free two-one, even on Druid, it is a lot worse. And when I say a lot, it it is a lot lot worse than um getting a free four-four. Crazy, huh? Uh, four four is just that much better than a two one. Now, I thought this was still better than a C. Like to me, yeah. this like was... if Aldoria
0: Strider is like a B or a B plus, I forgot what it, what it would end up being. But if Aldoria Strider is really good,
1: yeah. So this I still wanted. I was like, oh man, I think it's higher. I think it might be like a B or something. Adokta being the party pooper said no. I I understand it. Like, I I get what he means. Because it's one of those things where if you play it on one, it's like, you know, that's where you are extracting the most value. um, And then you might be able to get it. But the other bodies are just not as good as the other free bodies. It's not even as good as like the the teddy bears that you shuffle in, Mm -hmm. right? The 3-3 teddy bears. Like a 3-3 is much better than a 2-1. But uh, it is yeah okay no
0: okay yeah I, but the three mana three three versus the one mana two one i think yeah yeah, yeah Yeah. right right yeah well the yeah. three this shuffles four, four three. instead of like shuffling three right um and you are in a druid class and that card is again like that's a really good card right like, yeah we're not it's not like that card's a c plus and this was a c that card's like another b b card maybe not b plus maybe b um but yeah but this is a step down all right so it's all fine right. It's it fine. does have excellent art, though. It does. It really does. Uh, so, the next card is an epic card, nature card. Two mana. Give your minions Death Rattle. Draw a card. This. This, this is the better version of that uh, Hunter card that was uh, two mana, give your minions death rattle at a random mech into Cyber Tech Chip? Yeah, Cyber Tech Chip, and I freaking love Cyber Tech Chip. Yeah, you chip. did. I, I've always hated that card. You had some weird fascination with that <laughs> thing. So this is the much better version of, Cybertech chip, much of Cyber better. Chip Tech Chip, and we're giving it a B because it is one of those card draw anchors in your deck and honestly as druid given the card pool that you're going to have if you're not playing on the board and just given this overall meta if you're not playing on the board you're not winning the game anyway there's no comeback mechanisms for druid so it's it's very paladin-y these days uh to play druid um so yeah so you're either, you're either there, and this will help you keep up the pressure, or you're not. And this card, no matter what card it is, would not have saved you anyway. Alright, next we
1: have Wicker Claw. Wicker Claw is a 2-mana, 1-4 beast. After your hero gains attack, this minion gains plus 2 attack. It's perfectly awkward. That's a good way to put it. It is mm-hmm. a C, because as you can... Uh, like uh, you can tell with this minion okay so you what you coin it out and then you hear power you're kind of wasting the hero power and then so it's not great if you just play this on two you should not coin it out and hero yeah exactly so that's bad play uh, but then if you play this natural it's just awkward like Mm-hmm. there are ways to get some value out of it but you're looking beyond the turn two turn three or yeah. coin two into two plays and beyond that why does it matter Why, like you know it, it, but you know it's got applicability it's got the beast tag it's a two minute one four which means on its own it's not like dead in the water it's not like a two minute yeah. one three right which is like complete trash so, it's a C. It's not, it's not even, like, a strong C. It's just, like, it's a no, C. No, it's just a C. It's just a it's C. like, would I rather have this
0: or a Yeti? Yeah, about the same. Like, this will be more interesting later on for, like, tempo plays, but a Yeti's a better curve card. Um, it's also, like, two mana one force tend to live longer than you think they do because no one, like, cares about them. Um, and it takes, like, a few turns to, like, knock them down that early in the game. So it could conceivably be used on turn three with a one drop and a hero power, or on to even be alive on turn four with a hero power and another two drop. Like this ability comes in like more often than you might think if you're like not looking for it, but if you're trying to force this ability to come out, you're doing it wrong.
1: Next we have an epic card, Oracle of a Loon. It's a three mana two four. After you're playing a minion that costs 2 or less, summon a copy of it. This is a B. Uh, And you're giving up quite a lot of well you're giving up 1 stat, but that's a very important stat. The difference between (laughs) a 2-4 and a 3-4 for 3 mana uh, is huge. So we give this a lot of credit and it's a very good ability. It's it's a really really good ability because there's tons of 2 or 1 mana cards that um, are just good like they have extra effects they're just good or you just get a lot of tempo you could play this on three but you could also just hold it um it, it, it's so good that you can just like hold on to it and then on turn five you know like instaboard. play this yeah instaboard um and then you know just just kind of even got like a little bit of a snowball potential to
0: it so imagine it's quite good you play this on three. You play the pack mule on four. You get four taunted pack mules, and with this hiding behind it, and then you just win the game on five with Arbor up. <laughs> uh, sure. Game. Uh, Guaranteed that's gonna happen to all of you at some point. Okay. Sure. All right.
1: Anyways, um, next we have Kodal Mount. This is the first of mounts. Alright, we got we got the mounts. Now, um Kodo Mount is a four mana uh spell, rare spell. Give a minion plus four, plus two, and rush. When it dies, summon a Kodo. The Kodo is a three mana, four two beast that has rush. So you'll see with these mounts, whatever stats slash abilities are being added that is going to be the stats of the mount. It's, it's very flavorful, very flavorful. You are literally just adding this mount which has the exact stats and abilities. Um, and for the Kodo mount, we put it at a B plus. This is this is like high. And for me, I'm just like, oh, it's close to an A. Mm. Um, here's kind of the reason why it's not like- So awkward. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. So you're like, oh man, plus four plus two and rush and you know it has a secondary body that has rush every part of it is so keep in
0: mind b plus is better than a blessing of kings yeah, blessing yeah, yeah. Of kings is just a b
1: well uh, yeah so b plus um is better than blessing of kings and if you're looking at like minions or whatever it is a wrapped golem right we're at wrapped mm-hmm. golem quality yeah there. we're at like
0: good stuff
1: yeah. here. so you want is... to take this card
0: really want to take this card um it is very very good uh we're we're just talking about like why it's not like kind of like a bonkers premium card yeah
1: so here's why it's not an a um an a gets you into like really elite territory here um a lot of times you're not going to be using the rush like you just aren't um because it's kind of expensive right so a a decent amount of times you won't use the rush which means you're just using the plus four plus two If you're using plus four plus two, the two health isn't as much as you want it to. If you're buffing stuff, you want more health. Um, Also when it dies, the rush is good, but you're not going to be using that rush that often as well. So like you're looking at all this stuff and you're like, okay, the initial rush, you're not going to be using as much as you want to use it. Uh, The secondary rush, you're not going to be using as much as you want to as well. So it's just like, uh okay. Um you're you're just not getting as much as you think you are on average. You're still getting a a, yeah. a ton. Like, remember this is the only thing holding it back from like an
0: A, right? This is B plus. Yeah. This is not You're an getting a. a crap ton of stats. You're getting a four-two and you're getting plus four plus two, and it's only four mana. So you can, no one could take away the crap ton of stats this gets, which is why it's a B plus. But it's awkward. It's very awkward. Yeah. Like the Kodo that comes out is almost never gonna run because what the hell are you buffing that you're going to kill it on the turn, right? So it would have to kill something, live a turn, your opponent doesn't kill it, then you manage to kill it, and then your Kodo still has a target. Like, it's just, it's super unlikely that your second Kodo rush means anything. Your initial rush, Murph says, doesn't mean much, but if it does mean stuff, you also have to make the health count. So now, assuming you're buffing something like a 3-3 or 4-4 or like 2-2 or whatever, You end up with something that's somewhere between like a 6-4 and like a 10-6. And the thing has to survive. Like, what kind of targets are you looking at? It's all like super, super specific. Or else the health doesn't mean anything. And then it's just plus 4 attack. Which is not all that impressive. Because you can get that with like, what, like 2 mana? Um, Like, it's just... Now, on the bright side, because it has all these things... That means you don't have to use all of them for this to be a really, really, really good card anyway. But just don't look at it as like, oh, I'm going to use everything this card gives me most of the time. You're going to use everything this card gives you almost none of the time. Yep. Um, And that's the only problem with it, right? That's the only problem.
1: Um, But as you see, these mounts are good. Like, uh, a lot of the mounts are quite good. And so this is our first exposure to the mount. Mm -hmm. All right, next. All right.
0: Next is the big one. This one gets an A. Our first Whoa. A-rated class card, and you'll see almost all. It's kind of interesting. Almost all the classes, uh, with the exception of uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, with the exception of two classes, one of which was Demon Hunter before, all the classes have exactly one A card, and um, yeah, um, and, and and so there's like a card that kind of represents them in the arena in uh in this uh united and Stormwind expansion which i think is pretty cool but the druid one is park panther four mana four four beast rush a four mana four four rush is already pretty good like you'll take this over a yeti if it's just a four mana four four rush uh, on top of that though this card has whenever this attacks which includes the turn you play it, assuming it has any target whatsoever that you're throwing it into, give your hero plus three attack this turn. I don't know what they were thinking when they put this together, but it was very clear they wanted this to be a very like, premium, kind of like, normal, statted, like, you know, make the druid good, um, like, kind of like, usable card. Because there's just so much going on here. This is seven damage of initiative right off the bat. And your park Panther, if it lives, will give you seven more the next turn.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chat's already talking about Stormstrike. And we know how... Like, just Mm -hmm. so good Stormstrike is. And this is so much better than (laughs) Stormstrike. It's uh, crazy. It's like we're getting to anime levels of, like, creep, right? It's like you know after the first arc and your protagonist is like holy shit like look how powerful like the main villain is and then they beat him and then of course the next uh like season comes along and then like of course to establish just how much more powerful it's like the next villain comes and, and then like the first villain like comes back it's like I want revenge but then the next villain just uses a pinky and then like impales mm-hmm. the first villain just to show it's like all right this is what you're dealing with now <laughs> uh yeah this is sort of where we're at it's like you had the storm strike and we're all like holy shit that's so good
0: and then and that was a power creep on the hunter like yeah. thing yeah this is the the hunter flanking strike
1: yeah so if we're looking at hearthstone the anime this is like you know uh season 22 and like we're we're in super like you know ultra instinct
0: bankai mode here okay remember when fireplume phoenix was considered a premium card by some people yeah Remember how it was up in discussion as one of the best cards ever in our in our podcast with Cal. This this card is is doing quite a lot more than that. Um, But but yeah, I mean, this is just kind of a ridiculous card. Um, And and it does one of the things you really want to do in the arena in this meta. So I don't know what it's doing in Constructed, but in arena, remember what's happening in this rotation is everything's on the board. Things are going to get messy. Snowball cards are good. You want to take advantage of the board. There's not going to be that much flips. And your health is important, but your health is also secure if you have the board. So you're trying real hard to get the board so that you can take advantage of the Battleground, um, whatever, uh, Battleground, bat, Battlemaster? Battlemaster. Uh, which is like a huge win more card, right? So Park Panther allows you, that not only is it just a bustedly good tempo card, and you really want tempo in this meta, especially in the early game, but it also lets you trade health for even more tempo. Which is exactly what you want to do. You want to trade all your resources for more tempo. As much tempo as possible. And you're doing this right before turn 5. Like... This is such an insane card. Yeah, I I mean... This
1: living into the Battleground Battlemaster is so
0: stupid.
1: Oh my god. It's gonna happen. You guys are gonna get so mad. You guys are gonna get so mad when this happens. Uh, the, but the only it's reason
0: happen. this card is not like an S tier is because it's actually kind of hard to keep it like alive, alive. Yeah, you're, you're, while being useful, because your you're chance. gonna like have <laughs> to hit face. Like first, you need a target, right? And then you have to always hit face because if it hit, it's got four health, it's dying pretty quick if you're actually using it. Yep. Okay. That's where
1: Park Panther is a tier remember uh you haven't seen that many a tier cards because you, those cards just don't exist this is very very good super premium
0: next up best in shell best in shell is a six mana common card uh, spell not a nature spell just a spell it's tradable and it summons two two seven turtles with taunt
1: this so is... unlike
0: your normal oasis snap these guys these turtles have taunt yeah and you get two of them for a six mana uh we rated this a b it's it's fine it's really it's good.
1: good uh two seven to ta- and i know people are like <laughs> mossy horror uh y- yes yes mossy horror owns this thing but mossy Horror
0: also entered the
1: meta y- yeah uh but double two seven taunts is really freaking annoying like really mm-hmm. really really annoying and that's
0: before you buff it, because you're Druid.
1: Yeah, so this this is quite good. And then the tradable, um, it's nice. Although, I like, you're not trading this, a, like, a
0: lot. Um, you're, you're trading it, this is one of those tra- the tradables we've looked at so far. Generally, you trade it to get something more useful. Yeah. This is a pretty end game card, but you trade it, like, in your mulligan. Like, yeah. you find this in your hand, and it's turn one, and you have nothing to do on turn one. You just have a mana you throw this away yep. to try to get better curve cards. Yep. So it does have a use, even though it's like a pretty good late game card that you would, you know, if you top deck, you're gonna play it. Yeah, um, I, I
1: think that example is the best one. You end up within your Mulligan, you didn't have a turn one play, and you're just like, okay, off you go, give me a three drop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right. Uh, lastly, we have the legendary eight mana five five Sheldress Moon Tree uh Cry, the next three spells you draw are cast when drawn big fat f big fat f
0: that's it just make sure you draw a lot of best in shells right after you play this card yeah i know uh, seriously. Uh, <laughs> it's an eight mana five five uh this is this is a f you, 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 you're not gonna have that many spells um and you have to draw them which so your percent of each turn hitting one is like pretty terrible And then they get cast. They may not be big spells. You gotta have a lot to make up for it. They're all delayed. Like, this is bad. Yep. Okay.
1: Uh, Cool. That's it for Druid. very good, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of package. I think Druid, if you're looking at this as a Druid, you're like, wow, I got tons of stuff that number one is powerful number two works together very mm-hmm. well um you know like, no misses. you got you got the curve yeah no misses at, well, except for the legendary but you don't care about that yeah, yeah but really just no misses yeah your worst card is what like the wicker wicker claw um that's probably your actual worst card right the wicker claw because um, those the squirrel yeah. is it doesn't have as high of a score, but it works. It works very well within what you want to do, which is arbor up, you know composting, just you know getting the board and everything and the squirrel is good for that. Yeah, so I think the worst card is worker call and the others um, you know we, we quickly get to a uh, very high scores yeah. so yeah
0: like bees are, are serious.
1: yeah bees are very serious and they have quite a few bees and then they get B pluses and then you know the the park panther. Uh, if you're a, a Druid fan, you're
0: pretty happy. All right, um, that's it for Druid. Let's. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, David Amburleses and uh, who's uh, our YouTube manager, helping us put this up later tonight, and uh, also to Sue Lin, who's been doing the 12-win runs for us. Uh, if you like haven't checked in on the 12-win runs, we actually have gotten a lot of them in the last. Uh, like in the last meta and they were they were rolling in um even towards uh towards the end of uh of the uh, uh, of the month um so check those out if you have it before uh before this meta kicks in and we'll continue to do so we're having one full week of streaming as usual going into the new meta so maybe we'll pick up some uh, 11 or 12 win runs there although we're more exploring in the early um in the early week than we are like necessarily trying to compete for like you know, trying to play like the best class or get a 12 win. Uh, but anyway, um, our, our YouTube will still carry all of our 11 and 12 win runs. And uh, shout out to our YouTube manager and 12 win editor, uh, David Admiral says, and uh, Su Lin. Cool. All right. See you guys for next. Hunter. See ya. Welcome back. This is the United and Stormwind Card Preview Valuation Stream Uh Podcast VOD. This is up This is Murps.
1: Hello. We are doing Hunter. This is uh one that I have always enjoyed. Just kidding. They've uh they've beat me down ever since <laughs> they like
0: honestly ever since they got rid of Buckers and so... then these uh, like yeah. it's so depressing watching review hunter cards because there'll be like this good hunter card and you'll be like Meh, it's a control card, it draws me cards. I don't I don't want
1: it. And let me tell you guys right now, it doesn't really get any better. Okay, they've like Blizzard just likes to troll me and and put stuff out that I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? The perfect example from last expansion was Sindori Scent Finder the four mana one six that frenzies and summons four one one hyenas hyenas with rush i'm just like i hate this i hate everything about this like this is this this is like this is so ugh. like why must you hurt me by printing cards
0: like that but anyways Let's talk about hunters. We are we are now in a better world for you, merps. Uh, not only is the meta getting more aggressive, and there's battlegrounds, battlemaster, you know, waiting around for you to finish your opponents off, and uh, yeah, we also have a really good zero mana card. You must like that mana number, zero mana card for hunter, which is what we're going to start with devouring swarm. Devouring uh, swarm yeah. is choose an enemy minion. Your minions attack it, then return any that die to your hand. So not only can your minions, assuming they don't taunt, can your minions attack face and then still devouring swarm your target, but it could potentially give new minions rush. And anything that dies, you get the card so that you can continue your assault later on. And this doesn't even use any tempo, like any tempo from uh, from your uh, you know mana pool whatsoever look it's a good card
1: we rated it as a b plus that's that's real good for a zero mana card b plus is like near unheard of um it's just like wow that's that's a ton of initiative and if the stuff dies you're just like getting a decent amount of cards as well Mm -hmm. um there's a lot to like about it like obviously it's not my cup of tea because this is not uh really fitting into the sort of decks that i like to play not really anyways um but man so flexible uh it just fits uh what every class needs now which is a little bit more initiative you get the cards back right so there's i mean there's not really such a thing as inefficient trades i mean there's still inefficient trades but like not for card purposes right uh you're able to get it back um really solid i love the flavor of this as well uh b plus like if if for some reason you don't like it just use it and i think right now you're just not like thinking of all the ways that you're able to use it um always good it's it's just like
0: always good yeah it's so good um yeah super super flexible i i love this card um actually calculated it quite a few ways and uh in some ways of calculation it's actually an a uh, i mean that's why it's a b plus right it's very close to an a this is this is a really really freaking good hunter card like premium hunter card yeah, and usable in all decks um all right all right next up we have leather working kit
1: oh god uh working kit is a two mana zero three weapon after three friendly beasts die draw a beast and give it plus one plus one lose one durability man like there are ways what? to yeah there are ways to dilute the weapon pool and then there's ways to just take a big poop in the weapon pool and this is the poop this is the giant stinker right there it's an f it is so bad this is like a solid f right there let's move on i don't want to talk about this anymore um next we have aimed shot aim shot is a three mana spell deal three damage it can go face your next hero power deals two more damage that does go face that's it's good
0: like first of all this is a card that i really like now I was about to say, this is your card. Remember yeah. uh like whatever the five mana shot is that deals three damage to a minion into your opponent's face? The Cobra Shot. Well, I mean that yeah. that that yeah. sucked. But You yes. you drafted Cobra Shot even though it sucked.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean I, I did draft it. <laughs> uh so look, this is good. However, our tier list, it doesn't always like uh, take into account uh the decks that I like to play. Um it's a C. I think it's a strong C. I think it's a a strong C. The fact
0: that this is three mana deal three damage and still a C Mm -hmm. means like it shows you how good being the flexibility of dealing face damage for Hunter is, right? Um, Because like five mana deal five, uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, three mana deal five damage to your opponent's face is not like a good card, but but yet it's getting such a high rating. Yep. Well, this could deal split damage, right? This is yeah, yeah. Um, but I just mean, like, it's it's face option, right? It would be, like, yep. a terrible card, like, even in Hunter.
1: Yep. Um, so it is a C. I mean, for me, I, I'm picking this over a lot of other cards. Uh, but, yes, on average, this is a
0: C. All right, let's get to, oh, the big daddy. The big one. Yeah, but, okay, before we get there, I just want to say, like, aim shot, like, the reason it's not higher is because these days, and I had the same comment for, um, uh, what was it? The the mage deal two damage card where you also like discover a spell. X mana deal X damage is super bad for tempo these days. Yep. Like it used to be about what the tempo is, but now you're like down at least one one in tempo. Sometimes two two depending on what turn you play it. So there are real costs to this. Like get get out of the mentality of X damage for X mana is okay. It is not okay. And this is a very tempo driven meta also
1: the the thing with runed orb that makes it good is because the the initial thing that you have to do is small like two mana for two damage it's not great but you know what's good about that at least it's small so that you Mm -hmm. can potentially play the thing that you discover or you can just discover a little bit faster right um think about like what happens with ruined orb if it was like uh a five mana deal five damage and then discover like in some situations it might be better but it's a lot more awkward to use right it's like Mm -hmm. very very awkward to use um you don't actually get to proc a lot of things that you get to proc like for example, with the mage scribes as well. So it's like um, y- y- you have to consider like the X for X thing. There's a there's a give and take, and a lot of the times um, you're 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 giving a lot.
0: Yeah, like you don't want to use this until the very end of the game. I mean, that should go without you know needing to be said because this could go face right. So you could use it for lethal. So you want to be saving this, but also because it's bad tempo. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. Next. We have ramming mount. Ramming mount is a three mana rare spell. Give a minion plus two, plus two, and immune while attacking. This is a permanent feature on the minion. When it dies, summon a ram. Of course, the ram is uh, plus two. It's a two mana two two beast that is that has immune while attacking. So, this is something where I spoke with Adulta and we had an initial disagreement and i immediately knew he interpreted this wrong i was like (laughs) do you understand that this keeps the immunity throughout the lifespan of the minion so what it means is you it whenever it is not you know that player's turn and then they're like the other players bumping minions into it it can get hit but if this thing is attacking, if the minion that is buffed with ramming mount is attacking, it always has immune. As long as it is alive, it has immune while attacking, and that's toxic. So, the score that we have right now is an A plus. <laughs> I wanted it to be an S. I wanted to raise it, but right now it's an A And remember, A plus is uh, we've only S ha- is like expendable performers. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep um look i i I don't at the end of the day i don't really care right so remember on the tier list if we're looking at the score so we're really looking at um the difference between a 280 and something like uh i don't know 300 320 right yeah yeah so like a A three plus
0: is already freaking insane
1: Mm -hmm. yeah an a plus so we're like on the old tier list we're debating it's like is it a 270 280 or is it like a three twenty 330 mm-hmm. that's what we're debating this is super busted regardless um so here is the thing with this card once again some people are just like wait wait, wait. i can think of situations where it's like not as good i totally agree the problem is okay remember what, what we were talking about how you're missing initiative now i'm gonna run the situation by you guys Okay, the Hunter has a minion that is of comparable size uh, to your minion. You play something that like maybe covers it a little bit. Remember, you're playing on Curve. They play Ramming Mount, already get the Super Trade because it's immune. And now they have, let's say, what? Like uh 6-6, six, six, right? They have a 6-6. Six, six, at least. Uh, at least. That you know didn't take any damage from your thing. Mm-hmm. You can't play any minions anymore. You have to have that fireball. You have to have that (laughs) removal. Otherwise,
0: you lose on the spot. Gg. Otherwise, you have to spread super freaking wide, right? Like, that's your option. But you can't do it on the early turns. So, like, this is already GG if it's played on curve. But even if it's, like, not on curve on the later turns, you have to put, like, three two drops or something just to, like, stand a chance. And even then, they're still going to get a good trade off you. And then you're going to have to spend, like, three cards to take care of this. And then it'll still have a 2-2 two, two body. It's, like, it's freaking crazy. Now, there are going to be times where you can't set this up, right? There like, will. The Hunter does there need will. to be yep. have initiative in order for this to, like, actually do stuff and, like, be set up. But Hunter's going to have initiative most of the time. Like, at least 60% of the time, if not 70. Like, or else you're playing Hunter wrong, right? So, in those times, Hunter wins. If they have ramming now, they just win. And they don't win by going face. They're just going to have endless card advantage because you can't play minions anymore. Yeah. So,
1: I see this in chat as well. And people are like, whoa, 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 Murps, wouldn't you go face? And I don't know if people are joking or not. Uh, no, I'm trading. It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> no, you can't. You don't go face with this?
1: Because you know what <sighs> happens if I just keep on removing the stuff Uh they die because then i continue to put out stuff and then they die um so that that just locks up the game right uh th- yeah. the, the part of the reason i want this to be an s is there are times in which you play this and they like you're, you're forcing them in arena to have the hard removal right mm-hmm. um and also right they can't even like double fishy it. there's no such thing as fishy they can't stone skin basilisk and then broomstick because there's no broomstick anymore um what what, what is there like there what there's you, you're gonna amani War, warbear this thing at seven mana that only deals five damage pickrock only deals five damage at eight mana once again like all of these things that we've been talking about you're it's like oh breaker. right um yeah you can spellbreaker it and that's why spellbreaker is high right like yeah you can spell break it um yeah like what are you doing to this thing you certainly cannot play minions or i mean you could you lose
0: <laughs> you, you absolutely think that you should like if you haven't internalized this you should have internalized it with the watch post uh, meta if you can't play minions you lose if something triggers off you playing minions and it makes your opponent get much stronger every time you play a minion you lose these things are just this is... It may be totally balanced for Constructed. It may be terrible for Constructed and no one ever uses it. But it it breaks arena. Just flat out breaks arena. This is watch post. If the Hunter has the initiative. This is watch post. Now, yes. if the Hunter doesn't have the initiative, then they just pay 3 mana for 8 stats. Which is good still. <laughs> like, that's still good. That would still be like a C... Um, uh, so it's just just so all sorts of insane. All sorts of insane. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it is silenceable. It is hard removable. It can be countered by spreading wide later on in the game. Um, you could, like, just, like, remove it over the course of several turns, right? You really don't want to use weapons, but... It is an option um you could also just like output so much more health than the ramming mount can like deal with right just like (laughs) temple the hunter regardless of this it's a tough road right that's why it's an a plus card but um yeah like if this were if this did not need a target if this were like you would you could just get it if it had like in a rush on top of it or something then it would be like a s tier
1: It's, Uh. yeah, it's just really, oh man, it's just really toxic. You're going to lose a decent amount of games to hunters in which you're not going to be able to clear them. And here's the thing, you shouldn't always clear hunters. Like, the Mm. the correct play is never to always clear them. You're going to take the risk sometimes, and based on your reading of their hand, based on what you're going to be able to do, be like, I got to leave this up for a turn. It's just... By the percentages, it's yep. the most advantageous thing, and sometimes you're going to get punished. And when you get punished, it just means you don't have the hard removal. You don't have that much damage in your hands immediately, and you lose because of it. That's so, very frustrating. So now you have
0: an extra consideration where you're facing Hunter, right? You have to think, is a ramming mount going to kill me if you have the choice of removing the uh, opponent's minion or going face? You have to consider that. And if a ramming mount is going to destroy you, you, you should probably trade
1: yeah so i i think this is just one of those cards that um if you want to talk about the spirit of arena right and you mm-hmm. want to talk about things that just kind of break arena in some ways and if you were around to face the watch posts like watch posts don't always win you the game right like i, I think if you played enough during that era you beat watch post, and you also lost some games in which you played a watch post. Even on turn three, it happens, right? Just like with ramming now That is not the standard that's going to be there. Um, like, And that can't be the standard. If it was an automatic, when you play this win the game card, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, We're not talking about that. Um, but it's... How often does it win you the game by having just very... Like, it, it's not asking that much, right? It's not asking that much of you. And when you win... How much of their hand slash playability are you disregarding? That matters a lot to me. Um, and this card disregards a lot. They did not have the hex in their hand. They didn't have, you know, oh, uh, uh, we're losing devolving missiles too, aren't we? Yep. Yeah, okay. They didn't have the hex in hand. Um, they didn't have, like, the silence, right? The new spellbreaker thing in hand. They lose. Mm-hmm. that's just oh that's just bad man that just feels mm-hmm. real bad because you can't even call back in the traditional way even the sucky way but traditional way of being like okay i'll play this minion get value traded and then i'll use something another card to kill it right that option is off the table um so uh I'm, i know i'm talking a lot know. about this but i think it's so unhealthy i think it's so unhealthy i hate it this it's just, i, it's I a hate terribly designed so card,
0: much. and the worst part is it's not like I bet it won't even be used and constructed. Yeah. Alright. I don't know. Next up, Stormwind Piper. This one's gonna this one's gonna get a C. It's a three mana one six demon. After this minion attacks, give your beast plus one plus one. Three mana one six bad. After this minion attacks it means it has to live a turn. Although at six health it'll probably live a they turn. it don't be at one yeah. six. They don't live. Um now give your beast plus one plus one. Super good, especially because you need it to live a turn anyway. So you just play the beast the next turn, and then they all get buffed, and you'll have a bunch of beasts because you're a hunter. So it's a weird card. It's not great for the arena, but it's like workable, right? It like has a role. It's not a not a great three drop unless you have uh, follow ups on four with uh, that are beasts. Uh, yeah, but you know, has a role. Yep. So it's uh.
1: It's a C, it's fine, it's okay. All right, next up we have Rodent Nest. Uh, (laughs) This works well with the Piper. Uh, It is a four mana, two, two, death rattle, summon five, one, one rats. That's (sighs) a lot of rats. rats. That's a lot of rats, a lot of rats uh, to go with like the uh, Piper. Although it's hard to coordinate both of them because the nest has (laughs) to die and then you have to attack with the Piper and everything, whatever. Um, yeah. but this is a c plus it's it's good like the initial body isn't great but you pop it you get a lot of rats not bad okay mm-hmm. next card we have imported tarantula this is a very interesting card actually
0: it's uh, too interesting uh, too interesting i wish it did less things
1: that's the thing right okay five mana four five beast tradable Death rattle, summon two one one spiders with poisonous and rush. Question number one: Why is this tradable?
0: Yeah, well, seems very unnecessary except for the flavor.
1: It it doesn't. Why does it have to have tradable? As in, when are you trading this?
0: Yeah, like
1: like right uh, you, when you
0: get it in the mulligan. Yeah, As and even can
1: trade it. and even then it's like okay maybe and you're
0: a hunter you probably have one drops anyway
1: yeah so you're like uh maybe i trade this i don't know um but okay here's the thing the score is a b plus and initially i thought like oh this this could be an a it's just a little too awkward like they they Mm. made it just a little bit too awkward such that it's a wrapped golem level it's not you know that that a level which only a handful of cards when you get to um the four five body on five mana uh card not great it's hard your opponents can make it a little bit hard for you to get the trade and then once it pops like your opponent number one knows that two one one poisonous rush spiders are coming out so they can kind of play around that a little bit it's not exactly easy for you to kill it off right this isn't um the body is a little bit tanky uh and then of course your opponents can kill it off and then it's just two one ones that they can kind of take care of now i'm listing all these downsides it's not bad at all right it's a b Mm plus but these are things that are holding it back from being an a it's it's perfectly awkward uh in, yeah. in all these small little ways remember b plus is still very very good this is the, the this is no slouch you're very happy to get this in your deck um it's just uh these little things that you're going to notice that that are very awkward
0: yep i mean this is very good very, very cool. <laughs> what else to say about it? So, uh, Alright. Um next up we got Rat King. Rat King. Five mana. Five five. Rush. Hey already, decent. Death Rattle. Go dormant. Oh. Uh, revive after 5 Friendly Minions die. You're playing Arena, 5 Friendly Minions are going to die at some point. Probably not that far off, but you're gonna have to wait a bit. But then it comes back so that's very good um so it is a b it's a b um the problem is
1: like after five minions die uh they could die fairly soon like they could they probably won't it'll probably take three four turns though yeah that's that's a real issue with it um but it's good like it's it's good b is good like Mm -hmm. i think it's a very very solid b yep
0: Uh, finally, we have Rats of Extraordinary Size. I freaking love this card. Uh, it's a 6-mana spell. Uh, we're gonna end up giving it a B. It's Summon 7-1-1 Rats. Any that can't fit on the battlefield, go into your hand with plus 4, plus 4. So, 1-mana 5-5s are better than Wisps. Which means... What you're trying to do is to get as many of these into your hand as possible. Yeah, not actually summon them into like onto the board. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, But if you need it to be, it's like a good tempo card too, even for six mana, right? Seven one ones. Yeah, it's just good in quite a few ways,
1: right? And whatever you give up on the initial turn right because like let's say you have four minions and you play this and you like only get um three one ones right and you're like oh for six mana i've only developed three one ones well you were pretty ahead anyways and then uh you have all of those like you're banking so much tempo um because Mm -hmm. then you have four uh five like four five five uh one mana rats that you're able to just spam on the next turn so, so that makes up a lot of what you gave up on the previous turn it's a great refill um and five, five is just you know they, they hit a break point as well so uh pretty yeah. good
0: uh the six mana cost means you can't just like fill up your board and then play this it's actually hard to fill up your board and play this but it's just kind of good for all situations
1: it's good yeah like Look at the kind of worst case scenario. It's like six mana to just summon seven one one rats. Mm-hmm. Look, it's not great by any means. Yeah. Like but okay. You know, you uh you you filled up your board. Um, they're all beast as well. That means something. So even in like the worst case scenario, it is not
0: so bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Well that's Hunter. Um I'm going to hate playing against Hunter, and and so is everyone else. Not only just because these cards are all annoying as hell to deal with. Like, all of them. All yeah. of these cards are annoying as hell to deal with. They're all designed to freaking tilt you. But the whole meta is changing into a, uh, like, tempo wins and then reach wins after that. Which plays a lot into what Hunters want to do anyway. So, it's just going to be rough-facing Hunters. Um... And then these cards make it even worse to face Hunters. Yep. Um, all right, that's
1: it. I got nothing really more to say. Uh, I think Ramming Mount is going to make a lot of people angry. That That's yeah. just it. It's one of those cards where... Um, uh, yeah, I also saw people comparing it to Flappy Bird. Uh, and, and yeah, I think the effect... It, the effect in how it makes people feel is similar in, but, in but many ramming ways mount is much better than but ramming mount is M- better M- yeah
0: better. Um, but, um but yes but, the, but the it's way not a neutral card right like, yeah flappy bird's problem one of it was that it was a neutral card so it was in every game um not not everyone's gonna play hunter yep uh so yeah i mean god i, I see a lot of Talk in uh, in in chat about you know certain cards being like win more, and we've gone over this many times. But especially in this meta, especially in this meta, win more is a positive, not a negative. It's not even a neutral. Normally, win more is just a neutral. It's just a neutral description of a of a card, and people somehow think it's a negative. Like you want to win more because otherwise you lose. <laughs> like you, the, the comeback cards are only good okay, if you so suck and here's- you lose a lot. Like then yeah comeback cards are better but if you're good and you win a lot then winning more wins like it it reduces the rng screwing you over like better players like win more cards more let's change the term because here when people say
1: it's a win more card it almost sounds like you have won why do you need this card secure
0: the win card right like rather than uh, come back from a bad position card like If you're trying to come back from a bad position, that means you've already gotten yourself into a bad position. And so that happens more to bad players than to good players. If you're trying to secure a good position, that happens more with good players than bad players. Because good players are in good positions more often than bad players are. But in this meta in particular, it's going to be a snowball meta. You're going to have Battlegrounds, uh, Battlemaster around. Like, everybody wants to win more cards. You're going to have tradable merchant. Like all of your your whole kit is kind of centered around whoever has the advantage has even more advantage those are your good cards and all the vast majority of the cards that are like flipping the board were Ashes of Outlands and they're gone they were man's Academy and they're gone so if you're trying to not win more then you're trying to lose in this upcoming meta
1: yep let's get away like i i think that's one thing that has to change you know how like people are focusing on it's like okay part of the problem uh uh, with today's world is like some of the terminology that we use makes it impossible to change right like to enact actual change because the terminology by itself conveys a certain thing all right let's change how we use this in hearthstone win more i think is uh just one of those things that people talk about and whether intentionally or not uh I think it prevents people from seeing what it actually is because when w- implicitly, when you say "win more," it's like I've won. Why do I need this? Um, you have not won yet. If you have won, then nothing matters, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have nothing to talk about. So why are we talking about anything? Because you have already won. Literally nothing. You could draw a wisp. It doesn't matter. Like if you're, if the implication there is like you have already won and you don't need this, then you need nothing. So the conversation ends there. Now. What we're actually talking about with win more cards is the game is still in doubt. So it it is really just the game is still in doubt and you are not behind to such a whatever degree. Um, And you're you're just fighting there. You know, you're able to have options. You're able to fight. What does that sound like? That just sounds like a game, right? (laughs) That just sounds like a game. So win more. Let's shift that. Right, because I think this is what people should be talking about as well. Like, so it's not even win more; it's just win. It's just like Mm. get the win, like play to win card. So it's not win more. It's helping you if you already have
0: an advantage. It's it's what the the description is, rather than helping you when you have the disadvantage. Like it's it's an emotional fallacy where you think it's better if you have a disadvantage and you're like saving it, rather than if you have an advantage and you're punishing them harder. That doesn't feel like better, but when it comes to your win rate it, it, they, they matter the same normally and what, what, what we're saying is in this next upcoming meta it's actually favorable to to keep pushing your advantage because all the good cards are, are about that yeah alright that's it for Hunter we talked a lot about Hunter next up is Mage the class that always gets good cards right? always okay and always alright See you guys in the next video. Bye. Welcome back. This is the United in Stormwind Grinning Goats card review, preview, valuation, stream, podcast. VOD. I'm Adwikta.
1: This is Merps. Uh,
0: we're talking about Mage,
1: the good old and tutorial we're class. A hot
0: Streak. Haha. Wait, 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 Okay. The, the first card is Hot Streak. First card uh, is Hot is a, Streak. It is a zero mana card. It is a fire spell and it says your next fire spell this turn costs two less Oof. um um it's not good solid f plus
1: yeah. f's in chat all right next. next first up, flame uh this is another fire spell one mana deal two damage to a minion add a second flame to your hand uh second flame is the exact same thing except you don't add any more so it's one mana Deal two damage to a minion. Can't go face. It's also another fire spell, by the way. So mm-hmm. double fire spells. fire spells. This is good. This is a B. I mean, we we've seen cards like this before. It's like oh, dude, like
0: it's like a twin Sneaky. spell, right? Yeah. It's,
1: oh it's,
0: well, okay. Like remember the twin spell that hunter set that dealt one damage? This deals two. And, and yeah. that one that dealt one damage was like pretty playable. <laughs> so this is definitely. Well, good. that that one could go face. Yeah, that <laughs> one could go face, which is <laughs> very good for hunter. Which is, <laughs> which is very good for hunter. Face. Um, but but you know this one's a fire spell. triggers some more combos. Uh, works with uh, spell damage more, just because mages have spell damage more. Um, so yeah, so it's it's quite a good card. Now it's not insane, just because like you'll, the, the, best, the this power creep has changed on these cards, right? One mana now deals three damage to minions. That's like kind of that's the standard. standard now. That's standard. So you're, yeah, you're actually like you're thinking, oh, one mana two damage is good. I mean, it is good compared to like everything else, even everything else in this game. But this is getting that size treatment where um, it's no longer considered so small of a card because it's generating another copy that it's a little less mana efficient. Okay, next we have
1: Celestial Ink Set. Uh, It's a weapon, 2 mana for a 0-2 weapon. After you spend 5 mana on spells, reduce the cost of a spell in your hand by 5. Lose 1 durability. Fat F. F's in chat. Okay,
0: I don't know why you want to spend two mana that have to have two spells somehow that have to be like at least four mana really but like hopefully five mana or more and then you only get to do it twice but then you actually have to spend mana on spells to do it so you really need like four spells to make this work like this is not an arena card.
1: Uh, yeah i mean it's not i don't know how it's uh, i i just don't understand it's fine it's it's fine like literally never ever draft this never Mm -hmm. and just hope you don't randomly generate it as well because then you missed out on chance to randomly generate a better card uh next we have ignite ignite is a two mana fire spell deal two damage shuffle and ignite into your deck that deals one more damage so this just
0: perpetuates 2 mana 2 damage and I'll repeat this again just like 3 mana 3 damage 4 mana 4 damage 5 mana 5 damage these days is bad tempo it is very bad tempo this is a d mostly because the card you shuffle in your deck is not even that good it's you have like your a worse shuffling cost bad card, card. yeah like, this is yeah so you're you're making your pool like probably worse than your average card and you had to spend 2 mana to deal 2 damage which is bad you get nothing for it this is bad it is a d yeah so once you
1: get the third card it's it's good <laughs> like two mana for four damage that's nice right it, it, uh, and you get to pick where it goes as well oh that's nice but you had to do a lot to to get there mm-hmm. um so no it's it's not good um next we have prester's pyromancer prester's pyromancer is a two mana two three battle cry your next fire spell has spell damage plus two this is a b this is good this card mm. is is quite good i think i raised your score
0: on this you one. raised my score on it um because the, the banking is very good right yeah. because you're you're playing two drops what do you want to get out of a two drop right you want to get something this lets you bank tempo and it's usually pretty hard to to bank tempo in this game you're getting on curve two drop that banks tempo um so yeah so the
1: only reason why this isn't like ridiculous um and, and i see uh, like my mind automatically went to like the best case scenarios uh, as well
0: but what um, is the best case scenarios like flame strike <laughs> yeah like but do you really need it to deal seven damage instead of five yeah you don't
1: need it and also um because we've seen kind of this um like not exactly like this but i'm just thinking okay even if i had the flame strike or whatever right there's lots of times that i just need to use another spell to get rid yeah. of something mm-hmm. and which means i'm not getting like you know the the stupid like no. uh value off of it that i think i am because lots of times i just have to cast another spell to kill something that's very urgent off first and then with that okay you know I, i've gotten the value it's not amazing so r- remember um a croc is a d plus this is a b so what's what's that delta there Mm -hmm. uh we're talking like uh, 100 points almost 100 100 points points. not quite 100 points not quite 100 points like 80 points like 80 points points for that uh that's good (laughs) that's like that's really good but you you on average are going to use it not super efficiently you're going to get use out of it it's just not going to be super efficient that's that's it
0: because people think of it as almost almost not a combo card because the ability is persistent, but it also kind of is a combo card because it is your next fire spell, which you may not draw, you may not have in your deck, or you may have to use another fire spell before you want to use the one you actually want. I see you in Chad, blast wave, Uh-huh. I see you in Chad Fire Sail, the next card we're going to discuss. Yeah, those are great targets, but is that going to be the next fire spell you play? Are you going to have that in your hand? Right. This is all iffy. So yes, you get bonkers value out of this guy, but you also could just get kind of regular good value. Either way, it's a really good card, right? But just it's it's very it's good. It's not yeah. always the best case scenario. It's usually not the best case scenario. That's the but thing you're gonna kind of get good things out of
1: it. Yeah, at the end of the day and, and also it's it's on a two minute, two three body, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not great and like with all these factors, like I think a b is very fair like yeah. we're, we're basically saying this thing is like basilisk levels you mm-hmm. know and, and uh yeah i, I think that's right there and if you think it's like much better than that you're giving a, it a little bit too much credit um and yeah it's gonna be awkward like you're gonna have to first flame something a lot of times before you get that like fire sale or uh blast wave value it, it's just how games happen like stuff mm-hmm. Doesn't exactly work out the way you want to. Anyways, next card is Fire Sale, something we talked about a little bit prematurely. It is a 4-mana, tradable fire spell. So it's tradable, and it also deals
0: 3 damage
1: to all minions. It's like a Hellfire, kind of. That's tradable.
0: Hellfire that does not hit face, Mm -hmm. and that can be buffed by uh, Lester, Nestor, Presser, Pyromancer... Um, and it's tradable. Tradable is so good on this card. Oh, I cannot emphasize how good tradable is on this card because remember, you're in the arena. You may want to build this nice control deck that does all these controlling things that be off the board and flip the board and do crazy things. You will fail a lot of times and end up with like some slower mid-rangey deck. That's like fine, but if you play a slower mid-rangey decks, quite often you're going to just end up on the board. And you're like, my opponent's playing super, super slow. Ugh, I need to punish them. What? Hellfire's a dead card in my hand. That sucks. Well, let's trade it. This is, like, one of the best tradables for Arena. Like, it's literally, like, a card that is perfect in the situation that you want it for, which is when you're off the board or even, like, fighting for the board because you could throw minions in and then use it, right? It's only dealing three damage. But in the other situations it's totally unplayable at all for anything literally a dead card and you can trade it so good
1: it's so good yeah it's very very good um it's a b plus
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: with all that you know it's it's not an a okay it's a b plus remember b plus is very good
0: yeah cause, uh, i mean you, you guys see hellfire it's good it's hellfire it's like, it's, it has limits right it's not yeah. gonna like super swing the game around for you and, like Eighty percent of the time, like twenty percent of the time, it'll super swing the game around for you. Eighty percent of the time is just very good. Uh, next, we have Sanctum Chandler,
1: which is a five mana, four five elemental, giving up decent amount of stats there. After you cast a fire spell, draw a spell. Okay, um, look, it's a D plus. You're giving up stats. A
0: lot of stats.
1: A lot of stats. If you're just playing this and hoping it survives, oh, man, the the lack of stats definitely hurts it. Uh, If you're trying to chain, I don't know, man, how many times are you going to be able to chain this thing? More importantly, how many spells
0: do you have in your deck? How many fire spells, right? And then total spells. And then total spells that you have to draw. Like, a lot of things can go wrong with this one. Um, So I would not take it over a Yeti. Uh, no, now, I wouldn't. that being said, it's very deck dependent. So if you have a deck with a lot of uh, first flames, and then a lot of other spells, and then some pyromancers, and then you are you know being the, the, the all the biggest fire mage that you can be, this is a freaking amazing card, right? This card will swing uh, depending on what deck you have. But it, normally, it's,
1: mm. yeah, it's got a little bit of pop off potential. It's why it's a D plus, right? Mm-hmm. It's why it's a D plus, and a D plus is around like a. 90 yeah. on the old tier list that's where it's yeah. at, at i think that's fair okay oh man yeah time to get into oh so good um we have clumsy courier seven mana e- epic seven mana four five battle cry cast the highest cost spell from your hand oh this is a f you, you better be casting a flame strike <sighs> So, that's look, all I'm saying. Because because you don't target it either. You don't target it either. Like th- that's the thing. Um, you don't even get to target it. It's really just flame strike or what? fire uh-huh. I see sale. puzzle bots in chat. Yeah, that that'd be pretty good. That's it. I mean, you you name the two, and you have to have both in your hand at the same time. That's it. That is it. So once again, look, we rated this as an F is a person going to if you play enough arena is someone going to clumsy courier into box and kill you probably if you play enough times it'll happen um it doesn't mean no, the courier don't be is that person it doesn't mean the courier is good at all like you don't get to decide it what even happens Doesn't mean it's okay it's terrible it's so bad this is it's, but but yes it, you are going to see courier into into box it will happen it's just it's the arena right like it's mm. it's, it's going to happen um okay we have grand last magus card Antonidas. eight mana for a six six battle cry if you cast a fire spell on each of your last three turns first point ca- third flame. well there's not exactly a <laughs> there's not a exactly third a third flame okay and then you ignite right but if you cast a fire spell on each of your last three turns cast three fireballs at random enemies face, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest i thought you'd get like more fireballs <laughs> right yeah right like i don't know my <sighs> is this broken for construction i'm like why don't you get like four fireballs i i don't is it too i'm guessing it's too easy to do but then yeah, like
0: it's i probably too easy to do this is probably I, just like free fireballs at this point
1: yeah um but no i I mean this is this is an f like it it just requires so much got it It requires so much and um part of the problem with this in arena as well as like uh it's just they could also just have like random one ones they could have all this stuff Mm -hmm. and like so even if you do this it's not a guaranteed yeah like oh i i I just win the game now kind of thing right like i automatically yeah so no, it is it is indeed an F. It is terribad. Bad.
0: All right. Well, that's mage. Um, Sad. It's not. It's just not very exciting. the The spells are fine. Like they're not like the most terrible things. you you have this like dream, right? That they're setting up quite well, even with like Hot Streak and Sanctum Chandler, like things that were like, oh, this is not terribly good. Um, but the first flames. The Prester's Pyromancer, the Fire Sail—it's really setting up this Fire Mage Dream, and in Arena, you're actually going to be able to realize like a decent part of this dream semi-frequently. This is not like a, like I feel like you'll pull this off much more frequently than you're pulling off the Ice Dream in the current like base core like Arena set. Uh, but even if you do pull it off you're just not getting that much out of it probably because it's so easy to pull off and Constructed that they can't give you a lot of bonuses for it and this is still too much of a risk to draft like to put too much of a thumb on a scale on this one so it's just not a very good set uh, for for Mage Um, and and also everything's on the board, right? We're talking about how good it is to be on the board and whatever and Mage is not very good at doing that Uh, Tempo Mage has been out of style for so long so I think mage is just kind of t- going to take a backseat in uh, in this coming meta. Yeah. I-, I just can't see how... Like,
1: the real problem is um, they don't have any size. Like, they don't have yeah. any meat. It's all of this, like, oh, like, I dink you with the flame, and then what? What happens? No tempo, happens. no
0: meat, no healing. Like, these are all just things you need in this meta, and just no- don't have any of it. Really? What were, like
1: just the best like what defined mage right in the previous meta um it, it it was a lot of the cards that are going out now it was these temple mm-hmm. cards and then it was like right for Dragon like cards. yeah it was like wand thief and then it was like firebrand you know with the combustion with like yeah. the brain freeze and the devolving and like just all of this stuff um and then if you think about like mage scribe right yeah it was yeah. for every single class but man it was really good at mage
0: <laughs> it was really you good at mage one like thief and you had like devolving missiles like mage has a lot of stuff leaving yep uh, you still have grand finale so you know if you get yeah. some elementals uh you still got that package going uh but how are you going to get there and yeah what are you going to do with it you grand finale they play battle master they win you lose (laughs) like it's it's rough it's rough um but we'll see we'll see you never know what the offering odds what what happens um so yeah that's mage um you got some shout outs to give
1: uh yes so thank you to all the youtube watchers out there if you like this please check out the other videos if you haven't already in this series we also uh, do um, the Arena Coops uh, almost every week. So check those out and make sure you mm. like, comment, and subscribe. So thank you to oh, our YouTube yeah, viewers. Oh, yeah, do that.
0: We never tell you to like, comment, and subscribe. But seriously, subscribe, uh, especially if you're coming into this without normally subscribing to us. I think we do, like, one Arena run a week on the Arena Coop, and we, like, discuss every move and stuff. And it's, it's, quite, it's quite fun. Um, like a nice... Nice, maybe not so chill. Uh, walk through the meta, um, and also on the other hand, if you're like a frequent consumer of our YouTube content, uh, consider uh, joining our Patreon. That's uh, you know uh, because if you're not a Twitch subscriber, also Patreon.com/slash/gradinggoat with our top patrons for August: RV Nighttrain, Yin, 15 Gold Cringe, Eric L, Aaron LS, Dan F, Kurova. REG, 4P, and brand new. And thank you guys so much for your support. Um, and we will see you in our next class, Paladin. See ya. Welcome to United in Stormwind, Grinning Goats, Card, Valuation, Stream. This is Adwikta. This is Merps. hello. We're talking about Paladin, everyone's favorite class. Um, it's United in Stormwind, in Paladin. In Paladin that's gotta go together. It, it does have to
1: go together in some ways all right let's just jump right into it i want to I, I, god we got to bang these out it's getting late man
0: yeah yeah we're not gonna be done till two i know
1: uh, uh blessed goods first of all this is a one mana holy spell discover a secret weapon or divine shield minion this is one i had to talk you into a little bit i think you had it at, at a c to start mm-hmm. off with i was like i think it's a b we ended up at a c plus um i basically convinced you that secrets were like Decent. That you're going to pick secrets a decent amount of times.
0: They were like, okay. They were okay. Okay, so so let's, let's break this down, right? Uh, one mana, discover a card is terrible these days. Because you've had these studies cards. I mean, they're not terrible, but they're like, kind of whatever. You have these studies cards that are one mana, discover something, and then reduce the cost by one, right? Like, that's the new standard of what these cards should do. This one doesn't do it. It just lets you discover a card. Now, weapons are really good really 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 good right so being able to discover a weapon would be insanely good except you can't discover a weapon you just get a random weapon and yes there are misses in paladin for weapons there are actually a decent number of misses or you know more or less misses that you would be okay taking but would you be okay paying extra mana for them it stops being super good so if you miss on the weapon the secret's not terrible like there's a there's a decent chance that you get a not-terrible secret, actually. Yep. And obviously the Divine Shield minions, you have a decent chance of not getting a terrible Divine Shield minion.
1: Yep. So altogether, it's fine. C plus.
0: Yeah, All but right. but you're mostly going to be taking the weapon, because the weapons are, are generally speaking, good.
1: Okay, uh, next we have Prismatic Jewel Kit. Ooh, one mana for a 0-3 weapon. After a friendly minion loses Divine Shield, give minions in your hand plus one plus one lose one durability see, oh. see this is what i'm talking about sometimes yeah. the weapons you get they're gonna be misses so look this is a d it's not useless losing a divine no. shield it happens like it happens and it'll happen you have divine shield, yeah, minions. You have divine shield minions so it'll happen um but like you gotta use this card first and equip it and then Divine Shield and then you have to st- st- stuff in your hand. Ugh.
0: D. Yeah. Like, if it happens once, you, it's have okay. played a not yeah. terrible card. It's right? Okay. you got plus one, plus one on a delay on, on all the minis in your hand. Like, it's fine. If it happens twice, you, you've gotten a really good deal. But how many Divine Shield minis are you gonna have in your hand that, you know, you're gonna be able to play with this guy?
1: One of the problems with this is also it's in your weapon slot. So are you going to yeah. keep it there? No, you're not going to keep it there. But it is held up from the uh, perspective that if you do get it off once, and there is a decent chance that you'll be able to get it off once, it's okay. Like yeah, we'll, you're already kind of it's, set. It's okay, right? Like So this is the only thing that's making it a D and not an F. You have a decent shot of procking it, and after you proc it, okay. Like We're not talking insane value at all. Like, well, let's not go that far. But it's okay. This is the only reason why it's not an F. That's it.
0: Mm -hmm. Next up, City Tax. City Tax is a two-mana card that deals one damage to all enemy minions with lifesteal. And it is tradable. And it's tradable. I I really like this card. I looked at this. I was like, wow.
1: Cool design. Probably not what Paladin should be doing, but cool
0: design. What do you like about it?
1: well it's a city tax and it's stealing life so you know I, I it's just funny first <laughs> of all <laughs> I like how it's a city tax and you are slightly damaging all the minions and, st- and, and, and stealing life right like sustaining yourself through it and, and I was just like and then it's tradable so uh, in a very social commentary kind of way you're taxing it when it is most advantageous to you and like I just thought it was very flavorful in that way. Okay, <laughs> I just thought it was very okay. flavorful in that way. But um, also, it just—it's like Arcane Explosion and Paladin. Uh yeah, and ha-
0: there's a Priest card that did this exact same thing. Right.
1: Okay? Well, uh, Paladins have wanted Arcane Explosion for a while now. Like Paladins have always wanted Arcane Explosion um, in many metas, and now they have it, and it's tradable, and it has life Twenty twenty one. Right. That's the state that mm-hmm. we're in. Um, so, so, yeah, it is a C plus, and I, I, I'd be okay with this, like, being a B. Like, it's good. It's
0: it's it's good. Oh, my God. There's more bugs now. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm being infested. Um, okay. Uh, we're going to get through this before I panic and freak out about all the freaking bugs I'm eating. This is what happens when you leave your apartment for a week. Um, okay. So, the reason it's not higher is because this is 2021. Arcane Explosion is trash. Like, total trash. Even in Paladin it would be trash. It's not enough tempo. It doesn't do enough. The life steal is nice, but it's not that much life steal. Um, you're only dealing 1 damage, so the number of enemy minions determines how much you heal for. Not, not the most important thing in the world. And tradable here is like one of the worst tradables. Because dealing 1 damage to all enemy minions is almost always useful. That's why it's good, especially in a non-pink class. So, yeah, you may want to trade it if it's, like, way later on and you just need a bigger card. It's not totally useless. But it's one of the lesser useful uh, times to have tradable. Um, it really just, like, if Arcane Explosion is in this game right now, it would be, like, a D. Yeah. So, this is way better than an Arcane Explosion. No one's arguing about it. But that only brings it up to a C C+. And, and a D is, like, a, a, I don't know, like a 70 or something. Yeah. Whereas a, a C plus is, like, a one. 130 140 so it's gaining a lot of points yeah okay uh next
1: we have noble mount don't look at the bugs okay just just look at the cards look at the cards all right two mana for a spell give a minion plus one plus one and divine shield when it dies summon a warhorse the warhorse is a one one with divine shield The, 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 the warhorse is an argent squire the warhorse is an argent squire like the whole squire equals warhorse um that's what this game tells us but this is a b plus it's good like you're getting quite a lot of stats uh it's small it's flexible you're giving it divine shield which is kind of what you want you still give it like a sticky body
0: uh afterwards that you can put
1: more buffs on Mm-hmm.
0: This is just Beast kind Pines of is very 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 very, right? very good, like yeah. we, we this is rap golem level. This is like uh, you know like stuff is happening um, and uh, paladins are are getting a buff. So oftentimes you just need plus one plus one. That's that's all you need, or like at least just like one extra attack. And because you can't ping. Like, on Paladins, these kinds of buffs are all very, very important. Like, you know, you guys all have, like, Hand of a Doll experience. You know plus two, plus two is, like, insanely useful and wins you almost every matchup between two cards. Plus one, plus one will still win you most of those matchups. Uh, and the Divine Shield makes it so that your health doesn't matter as much. Uh, and you get an Argus Squire, which is one mana worth anyway. So it's just it's just a lot of stuff, that, and all of which you want. Yeah, um so solid B plus right there yeah. Next, you also don't even need to play it on like on a minion with initiative no like, you don't have to even if this to. is on a minion without initiative it is like okay yeah um, next we have Alliance Bannerman uh, this is a
1: 3 mana 2-2 two, two. battle cry draw a minion it's always a minion and give minions in your hand plus 1 plus 1 so you draw the minion first and then you give all minions in your hand plus 1 plus 1 this is a b plus it's really good like it's mm-hmm. i looked at this i was just like okay well this isn't you know this isn't going to be um an a tier card um it just doesn't do like a tier kind of things like super broken but mm-hmm. man it's so good and i understand three mana for a two two is not fantastic but you draw something and you give all minions to your hand plus one plus one you get so much more than what you should get for three mana.
0: hmm
1: um, mm-hmm. crazy
0: good actually. Yeah. Yeah. And like you draw the minion first and that minion gets buffed. Like it's just so much stuff. It's all a little delayed. Drawing a minion is not what you want to draw, but it's just too much stuff. It's it a little bit stuff. too much. Right. Like that's what you're gonna see a lot with paladins where it's like everything's just very flexible, very good, a lot of stuff. You can play it whatever way you want. Like, it's this, United in Stormwind is, like, a very Paladin-y kind of feel. And uh, the Paladin cards do a good job of, of doing that. And what I love about Paladin cards in this is that it it kind of gets right up to the line and doesn't cross it. Like, I'll, I'll spoil it. There is no real A card in, in Paladin. Um, but there's quite a few B pluses. You've already seen two B pluses. Yeah. So, this is about as good arena design for Paladins as you're going to get okay uh next we
1: have catacomb guard catacomb guard is a three mana one four life steal battle cry deal damage equal to this minion's attack to an enemy minion can't go face uh but at minimum it's a three mana one four life steal the life steal is you know relevant on the body because uh you could buff it or it'll just heal you for a little bit And um the one damage it deals minimum also has lifesteal and Mm -hmm. so it's a ping. It's like and you just saw two like, you know, um two ways, right? Uh or sorry, there's other ways, I'm thinking of other ways. But there's one way that you just saw um to give this
0: additional attack. Uh, Well, Uh, I mean there's two. There's Alliance Banner Man, there's noble mount, there's prismatic jewel kit. Well, no, the noble mount comes afterwards. You know although yeah. well, it'll still affect the lifesteal it'll
1: I affect the lifesteal, I'm talking about energy. the battle cry yeah I'm talking yeah, about the yeah, battle cry yeah. um and the battle cry is like important because you know it's just coming out right it's like yep. just coming out so uh yeah you know there's definitely ways to buff it whether it is in hand or if like I saying afterwards so that you're taking advantage of the life steal, it's fine it's a C it's it's a
0: yeah. C it's like a yeti like this is one of those cars that you're like yeah I want utility I don't want a curve card yeah instead of a yeti
1: and, and like it's not better than that. If you get a buff or two off on it, it, it becomes
0: so much yes. better, right? It's so it much better. It lives for buffs. It's a 1-4. Yeah. Right? Like, it just it lives for it. And it life steals. So, um, but by itself, it's
1: a C. It's definitely not a curve card. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, we have Lightbringer's Hammer. Uh, it is an epic weapon. 3 mana, 3-2. Three Lifesteal, can't attack heroes. This is good. It's a B plus. We we just kind of see. It's like okay. So it's a fiery war axe, can't go face, but it life steals. Life steal is important now. Um, it's quite important. You want that life to be able to have options in terms of what you play. A solid B plus. Mhm. Yep. All right. Uh, we have first blade of Rin, four mana, three five divine shield. Uh, battle cry gain rush if this has at least four attack we have seen there are ways to buff stuff in hand uh but even if it doesn't right four mana for a three five divine shield that's fine that's minimum a four mana three six it's better uh, on average, than a four mana three six. So okay, yeah.
0: with upside, it's almost like a four mana three seven. Like yeah, it's a super tempo card, but it's a four mana three seven. Like it's it's super tempoed, but it's not like a four mana five seven. I know, which yeah. is in the meta, so it, it only goes so far, right? B's really good. B's like
1: it. It only like goes good. so far, and then yeah, it it's a B, and it's a B because of the upside as well. Um, Okay.
0: Uh, uh okay. I mean, the upside isn't really mattering that much. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice little bonus. Let's talk about the legendary. This is this is a doozy.
1: Highlord yeah. Four Dragon, um, six mana for a five-five Divine Shield. After a friendly minion loses Divine Shield, which includes Including this it. one, give a minion in your hand plus five plus five. This is an A so remember there's only been a handful of stuff that we've put as an a um this is an a because you are guaranteed first of all um six mana for a five five divine shield it's like uh, pretty good it's it's okay right it, it, it's it's fine um yeah, you are getting guaran- quite up to par on tempo but almost you are guaranteed a single five five buff just from this thing losing divine mm-hmm. shield if you have any other divine shield that you lose, you are getting 10 ten. How easy is it to set up another divine shield loss? It's pretty Not easy. easy. like what? no, I think it's pretty easy for you to like really? set it up a decent amount. Well, the thing is like what percentage are you talking about here, right?
0: Like I I don't well, think because what you're what you're doing is like you have to you can't just play the other divine shield minion first because then everyone's gonna pop the divine shield right it's too dangerous to let Paladin keep the yeah divine yeah shield up. it's so it's a you battle have to play, play it on the same turn as this mm-hmm. and then they have to not be able to kill this on the next turn
1: right or yeah you either have to play the other thing first right or you play it together and then but I think it's it a decent it doesn't chance. work if
0: you play it first you have to play it together or the other thing afterwards and just have this live. No, 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 you, play,
1: you can play the other thing first, and then you pop the Divine, like, right, but you can't, yeah. they're
0: gonna, they're gonna kill the Divine Shield, you're never gonna get a Divine Shield lasting a turn. I mean, no, no, it's not never, right, that, okay, that's, almost never,
1: mm, not even, it's gonna be never.
0: super hard, what's gonna be way more likely is, like, what Chad's saying now, where, like, you play like either dirigible which is rush divine shield or like noble yeah. mount on something and that's how you get the divine shield along yeah. with uh, along with. like i'm card. including like, that, that as well like
1: the th- that's the thing that's why i say and i'm like you're there are ways like there are ways in the game and there are ways that are introduced as well right so right. like but, but
0: like just playing a divine shield minion the turn before is is a very low percent success rate
1: sure i mean Yeah, it's not high, but you also have those chances as well. So what I'm saying is, like, it is not super hard for you to get the second one. It really isn't. Like, you getting the Divine Shield loss on top of the natural one that you gain off of this one, it's going to happen. Like, you can tilt towards it, and it's going to happen, like, I don't know, 40%, 50% of the time that I think you play this card. Yeah.
0: Mm Okay.
1: Which means you're getting the 5-5, five, five, and then like 50% of the time you're getting a ten ten, Whether it's on the same minion or not. And once again, guys, I see uh, people are like, well, it's not guaranteed if there's nothing in your hand. Yes, I understand. If your hand is empty, <laughs> I have calculated that. Yes, thank you. I do understand how this works. If your hand is completely empty of minions, it doesn't work. I get it. Thank you.
0: Oh my god. Alright, alright. So that's that's Paladin. It's it's good. Nothing here's broken, which is good because oftentimes they will give broken things to Paladin. But a lot of it is very good, highly playable, very effective. Um, and yeah, all of it is normal. There's not a lot of super secret strategies going on in Paladin this entire meta is going to shift to play exactly the way paladin wants to play which is good because paladins already play that way but also bad for paladin because it means every good deck is going to be able to like counter that to some way right or just like do it better so' you're, you're in a lot of competition here with uh, with paladin and uh, outside of a legendary Paladin's not really get to broken cards um, which look if you're not getting broken cards as paladin it's actually a bad set for paladin so, I think despite the fact that this is a good set for Paladin, every set is a good set for Paladin. So, comparatively, this is just kind of an okay set.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's the way to look at it. Paladin's getting tons and tons of like B, B plus cards. That's just, mm-hmm. that's just Paladin
0: nowadays. Yeah,
1: that, That's it, that's what you expect. Paladins are spoiled.
0: All right, next up is Priest. See you guys there. Bye.